Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. Why'd you sound like a, ah. <laughs> I don't know. Here are the baby pa- baby, pa- 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 <laughs> baby pterodactyls coming at you. Did you call them a pterodactyl? Like there was a P in the beginning of pterodactyl? Pterod- okay, but sometimes there are letters at the beginning of words that are silent. You just don't, <laughs> like, knife. You don't say it. I would prefer to refer to it as a pterodactyl. A pterodactyl. Cool. 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 Um, hi, guys. Hey. Mm-hmm. It's us again. Mm-hmm. Coming in. Oh, sorry. I just hit you. Are you okay? Oh, sorry, audience. You and the mic. I know. Already getting. Well, I was trying to start this because we're using like a fucking 1910 <laughs> wine opener. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Um, hi. hi. So we are the Corky Crime Sisters, y'all. Yes, we Ooh. are. CCS for life. <laughs> CCS for life. (laughs) I love it. It's the gang. It's the new gang. CCS 13. I love it. Um, We're the podcast, y'all. Yes, we are. We're two sisters. Actually like to hang out with each other. Our souls speak to each other. (laughs) Um, We like to have an adult beverage or two. Or three. Or always a bottle of wine that we can't not finish. While doing it. Yes, Um, sir. We like to talk about some spooky... I think I did this out of order. You did, but it's fine. We like to talk about some spooky shit, though. Or some crazy shit. Today's crazy crazy shit, though. And and you were going to be tired of hearing about it by this point, I am sure, but we're doing it anyway. We're doing it anyway. What are we doing, Tay? We're talking about Jeffrey motherfucking Dahmer. I literally was going to say it the same way if I had to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on now. We have to, other than me being in love with Evan Peters... You, you got to talk about the series, right? It's a new, it's it's a craze right now. Oh my gosh. It's like people, it's like people never, knew. never knew even about him in some cases. And like, I can say that I obviously knew of Jeffrey Dahmer. I knew like what he was known for, but I didn't grasp or know yeah. the extent. Like it's. And that's not even oh. all of it. It's going to be worse today when you talk oh. about it, of course. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to lie. I also, I think this came from The Shining, but in The Shining, I think it was the miniseries when they redid it. He makes a quote or some reference to Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. And when his wife and him were talking about like if they get, when they get snowed in for the summer or the season, they want to make sure they have enough food because, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, whatever. Okay. So for the longest time. In my head, I actually thought that Jeffrey Dahmer was somebody who got snowed in with his family and ate his family to survive. <laughs> yeah, no, not even <laughs> close. I mean, I'm sure there's a case like that, but no. Um, yeah, so when I finally delved into this, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is not what I thought this it was. This is not at what all. I thought it was at all, yeah. So, like, uh, that's funny. <laughs> just, yeah, had a little. Still cannibal. Still cannibal. Which 
Y'all, I was the one that said we needed to do this because the Netflix series came out. And again, my mind was blown from realizing who he really is. And But I'm starting to kind of regret my decision. I don't know. We did an actual episode on cannibalism. Like, I think it was like our second or third. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was a while ago. ago. Circa Um, 2019. And the entire time I was like, (laughs) so it may happen again this time. Just, just a heads up. Can I tell you, my husband, like, really tries to keep up with serial killers because he knows that, like, I'm super interested in it and, like, psychology, yada, yada. Yeah. And so we're watching Dahmer and at the end, John Wayne Gacy comes up. Yes. Um, Because that's part of Dahmer's story. You'll hear that today. But he's like, oh, it's the, it's the clown guy. It's the clown guy. I was like, yeah, John Wayne Gacy. And the next day we're, like, talking about it. And he's like, yeah, it's really weird how they brought Ted Bundy into the show. And I was like, you're just naming names at this point. You have no idea what you're talking about. No, that's hilarious. I do not tell him that he was right on this because you know Gunner. Yeah. Um, But they, I did read something the other day. I don't think they brought him. I don't remember him being in the show. But they did bring in a factoid of how um, Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, and Ted Bundy were all happening consecutively. Fuck that. So, like, with, they all overlapped a little bit here and there, but, so literally it was 17 years of reigning torture of these three serial killers. Fuck that. That is more terrifying than anything I can think of. Yeah. There might be an active serial killer in California right now. Ooh. There was, like, five bodies in a few months. Shit. Yeah. Dude, you have to be one fucked up person or one bold ass person to try to be a serial killer in this day and age with DNA and all of that. I get how these guys got away with it in the 70s. Yeah. But not today. You got to have the confidence of someone who just got veneers on their teeth, right? Like it's, (laughs) you got to have like confidence of steel to do this shit now because it's so different. But, oh. Anyway, but yeah, we will continue to get into all this. What are Apparently we... we're excited. Yeah. What are we drinking today? <laughs> we are drinking a red wine blend from 2020 and it's called So This Happened because apparently <laughs> Dahmer happened and here exactly. we are and apparently there were 17 reigning years of terror. So that happened. Yeah, between the three of the most prolific serial killers ever, ever. known. <laughs> Great. I bet uh, BTK was before them, huh? Uh, I don't remember. I could look it up. Fuck it. So this happened. <laughs> a red wine blend. Oh. Irresistibly fresh and fruity. Ooh. Ooh. So pour a glass. A big glass. I'm gonna and need share it the fun. Your empty bottle is designed to deliver. Hashtag so this happened. It contains sulfates. As always, do not drink when you're pregnant. Do not drink and drive. Don't do anything we wouldn't do, which is not a lot, but still don't do it. It's probably a bad idea. And enjoy. <laughs> let's see if i started this well enough i love it so you guys i have to tell you taylor this is a 14.4 percent or <laughs> oh this bit this bitch be heavy we are not messing around you needed this for Dahmer. uh yes we do yes oh you're doing so good what were you gonna say about me oh yeah you guys taylor uh Picked oh. our um, glassware today, and I have this. Whole, okay, I have this whole set of glasses that are, have like a multicolor to them. We've talked about them before, but these particular ones are really meant for like little candy dishes and stuff. <laughs> They're chalices. And oh. t- Taylor thought, "Oh, these would be a good idea to drink out of." Can I help you? <laughs> this is like. It's a workout, bro. I told you that this fucking, there's not even like a place to get leverage because it's such a like <laughs> shitty wine opener. 
all of my wine openers have broke. She, get I don't the know electric what, one from mom. She doesn't I, even drink. I don't even know what that means anymore, but you know. Okay, I'm going to have the <laughs> Your turn. Okay. Yeah, I thought we could drink for some fun, colorful chat. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. <sighs> that sounded dirty. Oh. I'm getting quiet so you can hear it. I think we just made CCS history. I think that was the first time ever that Nikki popped the bottle. Ooh. Ooh. Get it. And it was probably one of the best pops ever. So maybe we should use the shitty wine opener. Maybe I should stop complaining because it sounded great. Well, so here's the thing is when we use the electric ones and stuff, that's what you hear. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Actually, what we should really do is we should buy a wine key from Wine and Crime. You really Because should. they have, like, the cutest ones. And, and then, it has the leverage. Yeah. And, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway. Pour me up, Britch. Oh, Britch? I was trying to say bitch and bro at the same time. It came out as, oh. you bitch. That's okay. We thought my husband called me Beth earlier, <laughs> which is so bizarre. It was so Apparently, funny. Apparently, he said, I love you, babe. And Taylor and I, he was on a speaker in the car, and Taylor and I both thought he said, I love you, Beth. And we looked at each other, and I was like, did you just call me Beth? <laughs> I was like, Are you, I, I'm confused. I'm like, who the fuck is Beth? These look like a, a, a thing of blood. And they, and, oh, God. Happy spooky season. Happy spooky season. Cheers. Yamas. I feel What like... is wrong with you? What? Oh, my God. What just happened? <gasps> I'm, like, appalled right now. Yamas. There we go. What did you say? Cheers. What? Since when have <laughs> we ever said that on this podcast? You messed up the intro. I said cheers. And then you cracked the cork. We are fucked up tonight. Oh, my God. Okay. We're going to drink to make it better. It's a full moon. Mm. it's the full moon's fault that is very fruit forward it's pretty good though not that i really know what that means but (laughs) (laughs) you guys earlier on our way home from work today we were talking about the queen because of course the queen is still being talked about by everybody (laughs) and taylor we were talking about how you know we hope that like her casket was like sealed or you know, unless she was cryogenically frozen or something, like the fact that she has paraded around in her casket for like two weeks. Yeah. Beings, you know, the type of podcasters that we are, like we know like the decay smell would not be, would not be ideal. No. Yes. <laughs> and Taylor was like, I just don't even understand why they would parade her around for two weeks anyway. I mean, I get it's for the pomp and circumstance of it all. And I go, do you even know what that means, Taylor? And she just froze. <laughs> she was like, ah. <laughs> it's a song at a graduation. <laughs> If you, I'm telling you, if you just say anything with enough conviction, yeah, like I, <laughs> people just believe you. Like this morning, we were talking about your husband's coolant being out of his car, and I was like, "There's got to be a reservoir that really holds all that, that retains all that liquid." And you're like, "You know what you're talking about?" I was, I was like, no, like, "No, I, I said thanks to your husband, you yeah. know." And you're like, "No, I really have no idea. I have no idea. I just <laughs> thought that sounded good." I was like, "Okay, okay, cool." We are also extremely tired, so. Oh, yeah. I, we were... You were more than me. Thankfully, crazy busy at our store this weekend, at our boutique this weekend. But I worked both days. Taylor worked with me today. I'm working again tomorrow. And it just Hell. has been everything. Everything brand new. I, I spilled on my... No, I think it's dry. I think this is a stain from earlier. It's tiki. Uh, tiki. Tiki. Um... Tiki Masala, by the way, that sounded really weird as I was like, 
three blessed gems, three spelled out. If you want shit from us, code Corky. My brain's not working. I'm so glad I'm not telling the story tonight. <laughs> code Corky, C-O-R-K-Y, will save you 20% off on our online boutique. So you sh- it's, well, it's an in-store boutique too, but unless you're in Estes Park, Colorado. Yeah. But we just got a whole bunch of new cute fall stuff in, so... Oh, you know what? How do you guys feel about CCS merch? Tell me about this. Yeah, we need to hear you guys. So we recently have gotten more people that have said like how much they love us. Somebody asked us if we were going to have merch. And it's like so amazing to think that you guys love us this much. But like we're just, yeah, like we were putting the fillers out. Would you two sisters sitting in my (laughs) sister's office drinking wine. Yeah, so like do you really want Corky Grime Sister merch? Or yeah, let us know. I want to hear more from you guys, I guess is really what I'm asking for so hit us up let us know if you need someone to chat up with chat up with us yeah so you guys we just we need to hear from you we need to know what you want to know so (laughs) we need to know what what you want to know or do know or don't know just say it with confidence again it'll be fine it'll be fine (laughs) it'll be fine um okay so i have a corkscrew for you before like probably last corkscrew before we start this tale (sighs) Okay. You regale me. Um, so yesterday, this lady came into our store, and it was later at night, right before we were getting ready to leave, and she read the towel that said, does this towel smell like chloroform? Started hysterically laughing. I was like, oh my god, isn't that so funny? Blah, blah, blah. And she looks at me, and she goes, yeah, I made chloroform. What? And I was like, <laughs> excuse me? She's like, I made chloroform. And I was like, I was like, I need to know the recipe. What did you <laughs> don't know the recipe <laughs> wait but uh did she say why she uses this chloroform okay so you can't just <laughs> yeah, okay, gloss I gotta, yeah. over the fact that you make chloroform i have so many fucking questions <laughs> tell me i know tell me okay so she proceeds to tell me that she's um a cleaner and so she uses the uh dawn like power spray thing yeah, that great, you great product yeah that you told me to get so she was thinking that she would like skip a step or like make it better by adding bleach to it because don't mix chemicals you were not a chemist <laughs> so um so she was thinking, oh, yeah, I'll make it better by adding bleach, whatever. She I'm goes, but upset. then I looked down and I started to see it bubbling. So she Googled, and her husband came in and was like, are you mixing chemicals? <laughs> he says, yes, she is. <laughs> so she Googles it and come to find out bleach, she said bleach and rubbing alcohol are the two com- like components of chloroform. What? <laughs> So I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for giving me that recipe. Um, other people may not appreciate that you told me this, but. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all, Taylor had to Google it just to verify. <laughs> so then, yeah, I'm like dying laughing because I think it's hilarious. It's just chlorine bleach. Yeah. Sodium hydrochloride solution. Yeah. So then what made it really funny is, of course, all of the Cat Williams things start running through my head. And I was like, I do know the recipe. And if you just so happens to mix it up and put it on a towel, you might knock a motherfucker out. (laughs) You just just so happen to knock a motherfucker out. That's not how it works, but yes. No, I know. But but literally. 
Trish and I were cracking up. It was the funniest thing. And then they, oh so I'm they so leave. I'm so glad she clarified. I know. <laughs> so they leave. And then I think it was her sister came back in because I told them, I was like, you guys, my sister and I have a podcast and I'm totally sharing that story. I hope it's okay. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, go ahead. They were like, wait, but what's the name of your podcast? So her sister came back to ask what yes. our podcast was because she's going to wait and listen for yes. this episode. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, you're hearing it. I had a lot of questions. Yes. I was not glossing over the whole chloroform. I make chloroform. I was like, I whoa, is this the confident serial killer we were just talking about oh at the beginning of this God. episode? Literally, when she said that, the only thing that came to my mind is I was like, what's the recipe? What's the recipe? Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't think it'd be that simple. Me neither. Me neither. That's kind of upsetting that it's I that thought, simple. I thought she would say it was like something in the dawn besides the alcohol, because that's what was in the dawn. And then the, when she added the bleach, they mixed. So. Uh, I'm concerned. I'm also concerned at how easily I was able to Google it. <laughs> like. <laughs> right? I, I don't think that's, I mean, I just feel as though we should be safeguarding this information. Well, if you remember, like one of our episodes... In past, we talked about how we might chloroform each other. <laughs> oh, shit, we did. <gasps> Just to, like, see what happens. I have the recipe. And now we have the recipe. <laughs> Isn't that great? The problem is I do it, like, the worst time when I actually need you and your ass is knocked out on the floor. And I'm like, Nikki, Nikki, give me. You'd probably do it to me at work. Like, you'd sneak up behind me. and you'd, I would. Because you mess with me so relentlessly. And then the next thing I know, I'd be waking up and people would be stepping over my body as you're fucking selling a Louie. <laughs> Nobody's concerned. Nobody's Everyone's like, she's fine. I want my Louie. <laughs> this white Damier, I have to have it. And then we can worry about the dead bitch on the floor. <laughs> you could be like, guys, read the towel. This is it's all fine. This is all we did is she's fine. <laughs> it could be a great marketing stunt. Yeah, I'll just lay the towel on you and put the sticker yes. on your forehead. I love it. I love oh it. I mean, we're selling Here. your organs, so I'll be the test dummy for the chloroform. That's actually true. We did. I did say we give up a kidney. Let's and we can even put the chloroform on the towel mm-hmm. as like a ta- a tester. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you just made us millions. Thank you. Yes, thank you, cleaner. I know. I didn't get her name, and I feel so I know. bad. But I'm like so that's how my cleaner shout out to uh, her and her sister, who hopefully will be listening now. But it was, it made my day. I was just like laughing. I was like, oh that's my gosh, great. this is fantastic. So people have been full of it lately. Yeah. So that was my little, that was my little corkscrew for you. That was great. That was my story. I told you, I was like, I have a story for you, but I'm not telling you until yeah. we are on the podcast. She told me at like nine this morning and I was like, you're gonna make me wait all day for this shit? Yep. I told her, I was like, guess what? I have jokes. I've got a story. I. <laughs> She's coming in hot. She is coming in profession now this week. Meanwhile, I'm saying cheers like a, a noob, a peasant. Yeah, like a peasant. Okay. All right, so should we get into this story because it's going to take a little while and it is... We can also do two parts if we need to. Fuck, it's a lot. Well, we might have to do two parts, but if we do, we're just going to keep doing it today. We already had 20 minutes. Yep. Okay, guys, so here we go. Let's get into this bullshit. Jeffrey motherfucking Dahmer, um, whose real middle name was actually Lionel, but you know. Because that's his dad's name. It is. Who is also very problematic. Is he? They don't make him that problematic in the show. Oh, okay. You don't think? You don't think? <laughs> he was connecting with his son in the only way he knew how, which was the taxidermy. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, yeah. Let's get Let into not. it. Let me okay. not. Okay. So he was born May 21st, 1960. 60, hell of a year. Um, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> what? Hell of a year. Hell of a year. 
Fuck it. Okay. Wisconsin, you got it. Yeah, they, what, what, you guys don't live in Wisconsin. I think they have like the number one, well, they're, they have one of the highest. They may not have, be higher than California because California is significantly larger, but they have one of the highest, I think. But uh, by state. Yeah, it's fucking bananas. Alaska. (gasps) Oh, okay, wait. Such a little town. A little town. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're with it okay uh, oh wait, wait wait wisconsin i'm just curious i'm sorry you're good i'm gonna keep going though while you look for it okay Thanks. okay so he was the first of two sons uh to his mother joyce okay and again to his father lionel mm-hmm. um so here's where the later stuff comes into play that he was doing um his father was actually a chemistry student and a research chemist so eventually they he uses those things with his son to create some of what happens Okay. okay yep um he some sources say that he was deprived of attention as an infant um, if the show is any indication of what actually happened when he was younger, um, it was it shows that his mom, and again, this, you know, it could be more dramatized, but it, it, they said that, like, his mom was taking pills, prescription pills, while she was pregnant with him. Like, sometimes upwards of, like, 29 pills a day. You can't do that. And, but some, but like, she was also taking morphine. Yeah, why would you take more? So, like... And, but in her, in her, def- like, in her defense, as she was saying, was that they were all prescribed. So it was completely allowed. Uh, yeah. So this is where I think everything started. Of course it started. His fuck. chemistry literally was changed as an infant in the womb. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, he was doted on as, but like, I don't know. Some say that he was doted on by his parents, but you know, his mom, if they again if they portrayed her the right way in the series, she was uh, just a little nutty. Um, I hate to say it, but she was a little nutty. And her, the the mom and father had a tumultuous relationship to Which say the is least. Not good on a kiddo at all, especially maybe no. a kiddo who might have delays from yes. drugs in the the system. Like fetal it's, I don't think, I don't know if they have a name for it other than, like, because there's fetal alcohol syndrome if it's alcohol. I wonder Correct. if it's something similar for pills. It's got to be something. Yeah. The baby was born addicted to morphine or, yeah, just you know what like I mean, maybe, Like the heroin babies. Yeah. Um, it was said that, like, as Dahmer was, like, going into first grade, his father being at the studying at the university so much, like, kept him away from home. And so he spent a lot of he spent a lot more time with his mother who was also known as a hypochondriac and Mm. she suffered from depression. So like, we're just, it's just like not a good combo. You probably shouldn't have had kids, Karen. Yeah. I don't think that's her name, but. Uh, no, actually Joyce. Oh, that's right. Joyce. (laughs) Motherfucking Joyce. (laughs) Motherfucking Joyce. Um, so. She was a very joyous for Joyce. I know, right? Um, so this led to her spending like an awful lot of time in bed. Uh, there was actually a situation where she attempt she would attempt suicide. I guess she had done it a couple of times. Okay. Um, but she had attempted suicide. Um, luckily, like nothing actually ended up happening from it. But you know, he would just like walk in on his mom, 
ODing. Basically. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's traumatic in and of itself. Yes. Um, He definitely didn't feel like he had a lot of uh, solidarity in his family. Mm -hmm. Um, There was always tension, arguments, and like, and he himself later recounted all of this when he was like telling his story. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. Um, apparently he had been, like, an energetic and happy child, um, but he was, like, this was the other thing that kind of, like, fucked him up, is when he was younger, he had to have a double hernia surgery. Okay. And supposedly after the surgery, he was, like, never the same again either. So I think it could have been a combination of, like, anesthetics but he was just never the same again. Like, can, he had can, been, he had been, like, happy and energetic. Then he had to have the surgery. And then he was just very subdued after that is what his family said. Is that a thing? Can anesthetics mess you up like that? I didn't think so. But apparently it is a possibility. Like, you can't rule it out, right? Especially back then. Like, did they know what they were doing back then the way that we know about it now? They and... overloaded the system and yeah. it, like, fried part of his yeah. brain. Yep. I'm not sure about this. Okay. That, I mean, uh, that's just such a weird surgery for it to be the one they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and as a small child, how do you end up with double hernia? That's weird to me, too. Like, I've never heard of that either. But, you know, stranger things have happened, clearly. So, uh, <laughs> so that happened. Yeah. Um, you know, one of his teachers had later said that she could tell, oh, look at you. <laughs> I was getting fancy with my glass over here. Sorry, I was making eyeballs at her. I was swirling it like the guy. And I used to think as a kid in Jungle Book when the guy held his wine glass, like underneath it, that that's how you held all glasses after that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, here, let's get fancy together. Oh. To the soul. Okay. okay. So, and then, oh yeah, so one of his teachers later recanted that she remembers him acting like a child that had been abandoned. Oh. Like having abandonment issues, but it's, you know, his father was gone, his mom had her illness, so, you know, he really, after his surgery, he just really wasn't getting, like... Attention. I mean... Or he wasn't the same, so it's like, it was just all a disaster. Literally all this is is a recipe for a fucking serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Literally it's one train wreck after another it yeah. feels like in this story. Yes, exactly. But it she also not long thereafter became pregnant with her second child. David. <sighs> what? It just stresses me out that she was even allowed to have two fucking children. It just pisses me off, really, is what it is. But it's fine. I'm not bitter. There's no trauma there. There's no trauma here. It's fine. Um from an early age, Dahmer started um, in showing an interest in dead animals. Okay. His fascination with dead animals um, may have begun when it, at the age of four, he saw his father remove animal bones from beneath their family home. So, like, they had a terrible smell. Again, that decay. Yep. Um, um, so, yeah, he had started to... He developed this interest in animals, uh, dead animals, because his dad took one out from their, um, underneath their family home. Again, that decay, smell. He was like, what the fuck? They go under there, and he sees him pull this dead animal out, and he's like, bing. 
for some reason that catches my attention. Me, I was like, going the other way. But, you know, this, we all have our quirks. <laughs> We're all just, yeah, we no. all have our kinks. <laughs> definitely, here's what's really hard about this, and, and again, to each their own, but, like, it could be a healthy thing if done in the appropriate way. Yes, absolutely. Um... So then in 1968, the family moved to Bath Township, Summit County, Ohio. Okay. This address was their third in two years, and the Dahmer's sixth address since their marriage. So these bitches be hopping a lot. That's not even good for kids either. No, it's not. So. He made no friend attachments. How could he? Exactly. Um, The home actually sat on half- an acre and it was all woodland so he began collecting large insects um dragonflies moss skeletons of small animals Mm -hmm. chipmunks that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um he would then preserve some of the remains in jars of formaldehyde and where's he getting the formaldehyde his dad oh the chemist yeah, that's fair. That makes so sense. So on and so forth. I'm just going to say, wait, is this kid like the chloroform cleaner just making shit? <laughs> yeah, just came up with it all on yeah, his own. you know, just uh, mixing shit together until it works. I don't know the recipe. I don't. I, apparently, <laughs> I was a boring child. Yeah, same here. It's fine. So two years later, during a chicken dinner, Dahmer asked his dad, chicken dinner, Asked his dad what would happen if the chicken bones were placed in bleach. Lionel, pleased by what he believed to be his son's scientific curiosity, um, demonstrated how to safely bleach and preserve animal bones for Dahmer. Um, well, he throwing bones. That could be that could be a thing. Yeah, I mean it's okay to be into bones. Um, it is not okay to start collecting people's bones that were alive before they fucking met you. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I, I don't condone that. Yeah. But collect, get your bones, man. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of, like, dead ones out there. It's fine. Animal bones. Oops, shit. Almost dropped it. Um, it's fine. Anyway, uh, so then Dahmer himself started incorporating these techniques into his bone collecting. Um, which mm. then turned into also to roadkill. Like, he would started, like, collecting roadkill. Um, that one would be hard for me. <laughs> like, I can get the bones, but, like, the roadkill bones that might have been out there for a little while. Yeah. Um, apparently, Jeffrey had told one of his friends that he he liked, he would liked how, he was curious about how animals all fit together. Like, their insides and stuff. It could be a vet. Hmm. <sighs> Um, I'm just being devil's advocate apparently over here. Yeah. So, and I'm just trying, I'm just starting out by saying this is definitely one of the trifecta. It could be like a version, because yeah, um, the homicidal triad. Yeah, that. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. 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 It's usually harm to animals, but you could probably spin this in that same way. Um, In your recess, harm to animals and fire starting. Well, so in 1975. Dahmer decapitated the carcass of a dog before nailing the body to a tree and impaling the skull upon a stick in the woodland behind the house as a quote-unquote prank. He that later escalated really fucking quickly. Yes. Yes, because he's crazy. Um, 
In that same year, though, his dad taught him how to preserve animal bones. And the same year that his dad taught him that, um, his mom was increasing her daily consumption of equinil, equinil laxatives and sleeping pills. So don't increase laxatives. That just sounds bad. Yeah. Well, so, you know, she's like making it less manageable. Like she's just, so she was like minimizing her contact with her husband and kids basically is what she's doing. So you're telling me he just didn't have people monitoring him, which led him to have time to decapitate a dog. And his dad was basically showing him how to take care of the bones anyway so Ugh. it's fine no big deal whatever um by the time he was in high school of course he was seen as an outcast i wonder fucking why i wonder fucking why um at the age of 14 is when he began drinking beer and hard alcohol in daylight hours so he would be drinking at school um he Where would like, get in the liquor Dude, it was the 60s. It was a weird time. I don't know. It was a weird time. Is that what we chalk everything up to? Yeah. It was a weird fucking time. It was a weird fucking time. I don't know. Um, he would hide, like, the, the bottle in his coat and, like, take it to a school. Um, there was a mention of, like, a classmate that was actually injured one time when Dahmer had been drinking at school. Um, what did he do? What did he do? And... When the guy was like, what are, like, what the hell is that? Like, what are you consuming? He was like, quote, unquote, my medicine. So that's not healthy either, right? Do you think, like, I'm sure there's research on this, and I haven't looked into Dahmer that much, I'm not going to lie to you, but there is a lot of mention of people with mental illness self-medicating to, like, quiet the demons, calms anxiety, Um, there's reports that schizophrenics don't hear auditory hallucinations when they're drinking, like you think that that's what that leads me to think is like it's my medicine yeah it could have been like what he needed to like help himself um so then when jeffrey reached puberty okay that's how puberty felt yeah that was like the personification of puberty (laughs) so literally oh my gosh you're so right anyway when he reached that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. thing he decided that he was gay okay or he discovered that he was gay i should say not decided i think it's just you know something in you that that's who you are so he did not tell his parents of course and his uh, and he had some brief relationships with other teenage boys um but he had never had intercourse with any of them so he later admitted to being fascinated by dominating and controlling and completely submissive male partners in his early teens and his nothing wrong with it not even a little bit um masturbation fantasies gradually evolved to his to his focusing upon the chest and torsos um and like that became like the area that he was like most fast like got him off right there was a kid in high school that liked my collarbone. He thought my collarbone was sexy, which I was really skinny, so I had a collarbone. But, like, I have a collarbone still. It didn't go anywhere. It's not just fucking missing, but it's, it was more... My collarbone's fun. missing, bro! <laughs> Let's not gloss over that fact. Um, it was more prominent, is what I was trying to say, and he, that's what he liked about me was my collarbone. It, I had no tits, so it's fair, but, like... Interesting. Okay. I it didn't know that fact, l- but, you know, whatever. I feel like it's, like, a less fetish shy... Fetish. <laughs> like, well, but, you know, for males, I guess, like, female boobs, for males, I would fetish... fetish I can... Fetishize? Try that again. I mean, like, a beefy man. It's kind of the same thing, right? 
Like the cop we saw today? Like the cop we saw today. <laughs> I thought I was in the middle of like a strip club. I'm not going to lie the way that cop took off his vest and like. I mean, it looked like in, uh, to Taylor and I, it looked like like music was playing in the background. Crazy. His hair was blowing in the wind. <laughs> we both like stopped talking. We're just like. <gasps> Did you see that? Did you see him? <laughs> It was great. To him, it was just like another fucking Sunday morning where he was controlling a traffic stop and had to take his traffic coat yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> he's so like, I'm funny. over this shit. And we're like, oh, you're here just for us. Oh, it was so great. It was so great. Anyway, um, when he was about 16, he couldn't, He came up with this fantasy of rendering unconscious a like male jogger he found attractive and then making sexual use of his body. On one occasion, he concealed himself in the bushes with a baseball bat. See, non-consensual. We're getting a little weird. (laughs) Now we're we're taking it to another level. Come on, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. (laughs) Jeff, you're better than this, man. (laughs) I just... Yeah, so he was, like, waiting for the guy. um, But that guy did not pass on that particular day. So, like, somebody was fucking looking out for him. Um, He later admitted that that was going to be his first attempt at, like, attacking and, like rendering an individual submissive like okay yes so you know we're, we've escalated pretty quickly from the days of some you know animals bones yeah bleaching bones to attempting to attack a jogger a very with a bat thing. and you like waited in the bushes and he just didn't come by cool good job jogger so, yeah. you felt something in your soul that said don't go that way today <laughs> Or somebody was looking out for you and said, today is not the day for you to go jogging. No. Yeah. I hope you get a leg cramp. I'm just saying that's why I never jog. It's true. <laughs> I, you know, I think a lot about that. Where I'm like, I should go work out outside, but there are killers out there. There are serial killers. It is not safe. I'm going to sit in here and eat my McDonald's and drink my wine. That's what I'm I should really just drink wine today. It's, it's just not in my journey today for physical fitness. <laughs> I like to be alive and breathing. Exactly. Um... So, yeah, you know, it was just, uh, he was, they, as he got more into high school, so, like, he got a little bit older, he was sometimes known as, like, the class clown who, like, would stage pranks. Um, Like the dog on a stick. Yeah, yeah, right, because that's funny. Um, He was known (laughs) for- Fucking funny, Gomer, ha, ha. Yeah. Sorry, that got aggressive. That did, real fast. Um, He was known as, quote, unquote, doing a Dahmer. And this included, um, like, belittling and simulating uh, epileptic seizures or cerebral palsy. And other kids would, like, find it funny. I mean, okay. So, I will say, when you're younger, you're fucked up. You don't know what politically correct is. Are you kidding me? Not even when you're younger. Some people still don't even fucking know. Oh, it's true. They don't. <laughs> and they're still... adults. So. I, but, at the same, the problem is he... It was like a fitting in kind of thing. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, he would actually do these things sometimes for money. And that's how he would like buy his alcohol. So, you know, it was just like a vicious cycle of trauma and shittiness. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Great. Great. So, of course, as time continued to go on, his grades were declining. Um, his parents decided to hire a private tutor, um, but that didn't really yield any success. Um, 
his... It wasn't an intelligence thing. No. So this that same year, in an attempt to, like, save his parents' marriage, his parents started attending counseling sessions. That's not going to fucking save it. Didn't really help nothing there either. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, you don't fucking say. You don't fucking say. So eventually they did decide. Did you just mock me? No. Beth. I did, and that was not <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Didn't even mean to, actually. That just came right out. You just mocked the shit How out of me <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. Are came... you getting paid for this? <laughs> Are no. you doing a dollar? No, fucking not. No, I, no, I was doing a tailor. <laughs> I mocked you. <laughs> from now on, when I'm at you, I'm just going to call you Beth. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. You get really serious. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Like, I'm not even going to fight you on that. Well, and then when I go Beth Dutton on you, then he'll be like, you you brought this post- parse. <laughs> you, you know what? We're done. It's fine. We're moving on. <laughs> just because I haven't watched it yet, I don't understand the threat you just imposed on okay. me, but it's okay. okay. You will. You will. I'm sure. So in May of 1978, he did, in, he did in fact graduate from high school. Okay. Um, a few weeks before his graduation, one of his teachers observed him sitting um in in close to the school parking lot drinking several cans of beer when the teacher threatened to report the matter he informed him he was experiencing quote a lot of problems at home and that the school's guidance counselor was aware of them that spring his mom and uh his brother moved out of the family home um and moved to chippewa falls wisconsin where there was family but his mom refused to take him fuck you yeah. Fuck you, Joyce. Yes. I so, don't have a kind thing to say about somebody. Well, okay, so this is what I would say. My research shows that they just left, right? But in the show, which maybe it was dramatized, but in the right. show it shows that she was like, he was like, yeah, well, give me a minute and I'll go pack. And she was like, no, you're not fucking going. This is what you've been wanting. You're So we're, we're going without you. So at 18 years old, he started living in the family home by himself. Because his father had already moved out at this point because they were getting a divorce. And then his mom, after the divorce, his mom got custody of his brother, which I'm still not even sure how that happened. Um, and because she was like worried that the dad would try and get custody back or whatever. She, like, up and moved him. Um, But, yeah, she just left Dahmer. From what I understand, she was just, like, he's 18 now. He He's on his own. Like, he can fend for himself, basically. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't even um, graduated yet, though. That's different. Sure, he's 18. Cool. He's not graduated. No, he did graduate. Oh, He okay. did graduate at this point, but it was, like, that same year that all of this was happening. Got it. Okay. Yes. So now we're going to get into his first murder. Okay. Jeffrey Dahmer committed his first murder in 1978, three weeks after his graduation. On June 18th. He wasted no time. No time. On June 18th, uh, he picked up a hitchhiker named Stephen Mark Hicks, who was almost 19. An unfortunate last name. I'm so sorry. Yes. R.I.P. Stephen. R.I.P. Stephen. <laughs> um, he lured him to his house on the pretense of like, hey, we're just going to go drink and like, you know, just hang out, whatever. Um, he had been hitchhiking to go to a concert at Chippewa Lake Park in Ohio um, when... Jeffrey agreed to, like, give him a ride. And so he, but he was like, hey, but before the concert, because we have some time, do you want to go back to my house and we'll have some beers? And the guy was like, cool. Like, yeah, like, 
you're going to give me a ride to the concert and beforehand you're going to give me alcohol? Fuck yeah. Done. Done. I feel that is something I'd probably do if hitchhiking wasn't as dangerous yeah. as it is. Yeah. Um, and he had already told the guy, like, hey, I've got my house to myself. So, like, nobody, like, nobody's going to get in trouble because the kid was 19 and he was 18. Yeah. Um, so then, according to Dahmer, he saw, like, this guy's bare chest standing on the roadside and it's oh, the torso. The torso. The torso yep. got him all hot and bothered. Yep. He probably saw him ripping off his vest, slow-mo, wind blown in the hair, hair blown in the wind. Wind blown in the hair. Wind blown in the hair. It's fine. Directing so, traffic. Yeah. So it started to, like, stir up those sexual feelings, right? Okay. Um, But when the guy started talking about girls, he knew any sexual, like, anything would not be happening. Not willingly. Yes. So, but after several hours of talking, drinking, listening to music, uh, Stephen was like, okay, it's time to go. Like, I don't want to miss the show. Um, and he tried to leave. Um, and basically Dahmer, quote, said, Hicks wanted to leave and I didn't want him to leave. Go Ooh, fucking figure. Yeah. So Jeff then bludgeoned him with a 10-pound dumbbell. Cool. Isn't that awesome? I love that. Yeah. It's good for the frontal lobe. <laughs> really just knocks things into place. <laughs> he got his bell rung. <laughs> dumbbell. Okay. Anyway. And he got more than a rung. Yeah. Um. So this is when um. he, so like he struck him in the head twice with the right. dumbbell. Right. And You're as he was up. like sitting in a chair. When Hicks fell unconscious, uh, Dahmer strangled him to death with the bar of the dumbbell, then stripped the clothes from his body before exploring his chest with his hands, then masturbated as he stood above the corpse. So we are, we have escalated very quickly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like that went from nothing to everything at once. Very quickly, right? Yeah, great. The following day, uh, he took the, he took Hicks' body into his basement. He later then buried the remains in a shallow grave in the backyard. Several weeks later, he dug up the remains and, um, like, <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. And he, it's like, starting. Oh, God, it's so gross. He, like, took his flesh off of the bones. Like, peeled it beef jerky style? Or, like, stripped it with, like, acid? What are we looking at here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you look like me coming down the mountain today. <laughs> it said he. It said that he unearthed the remains and pared the flesh from the bones, like mm-hmm. like I'm assuming like knife, you know, like a paring knife. knife. Yeah, nice, nice. A paring knife. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Anyway, like a fish. He, yes, he filleted, he filleted his his tenderloin. Yes. Oh God, it's so gross. Um, he dissolved <laughs> the flesh in acid before flushing the solution down the toilet. He crushed the bones with a sledgehammer and shattered them, or like scattered them in the woodland behind the family Girl, just home. Find a pig. You're doing too much. You're doing the most. You're doing the most. So here's the thing: is this particular story was portrayed in the um the show in the show as well, and in the show. 
they show him trying to take the body elsewhere to to dispose of it Mm -hmm. but he was drunk so he actually got pulled over by a cop and the cop was like dude you're young like i don't want to ruin your life by arresting you because you're fucking drunk so i'm gonna let you go because you're this young white guy i'm gonna let you go but just go home immediately so i'm not sure if that part really did happen or not but that's what was portrayed in the show and if it happened that was really fucking fucked up I have no other words, but fucking fucked up. Fucking fucked up. Okay. Fucked up, fucked up. That's yep. fucked up. So, well, and I, I went on a, in, I very specifically remember when we, Gunner and I were watching that, I got on my fucking high horse because. Yeah. That was something I really had to teach. So when I worked in my correctional facility, I had to teach people because I, I dealt with a lot of young college students that were trying to basically discipline and reward um, teenagers who had been incarcerated. Yeah. And all of them wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. Not empathy. That's very different, right? Yeah. I'm all about high support, but high accountability as well. And so yeah. everybody everybody has this notion that not holding someone accountable for some, for an action they did is being nice and helping them. But yes. in reality, all you're doing is letting them get away with shit. And you're letting them, you're setting the precedent that they can do those things and get away with it because somebody was being nice so like you know again like you said they think they're being nice but they're actually hurting them you're actually hurting them yeah same i mean yeah i could see a cop saying hey i'm not gonna arrest you you're gonna ruin your life yep okay so how many more times do you drink and drive in this instance there was more going on than met that cop's eye oh yeah oh yeah right but even like can you think about that not to like take away from the seriousness but do you can you think about how many times a serial killer was like probably driving around with a body in their yep. vehicle and got pulled over and got fucking away with it uh yeah that's scary it no oh. it is and i think that's just a whole moral dilemma but yeah anyway yeah. i have a lot of thoughts and feelings about high support high accountability Ugh. i hate it Thanks, I hate it. You're welcome. Okay, cool. Um, six weeks after the murder of Stephen, his father and his new fiance returned to home, and that's when they discovered that Jeff was like living all alone at the house. That his mom had just fucking packed up and peaced out. Wait. He did not check on his son for six fucking weeks, at least. Wait, just throwing that out there. You said three weeks after he graduated, he committed his first murder. Yep. So the dad had a new fiance within nine weeks. Around nine weeks. That's what you're fucking worried about. <laughs> what the fuck, Taylor? Who cares that he had a new fiance? His son is fucking killing people and he hasn't even checked on him in at least nine goddamn weeks. That's what's really important. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're, you're fucking <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Jesus Christ. That is absolutely okay. um, yeah. my brain. How dare he have a new fucking fiance in only nine so goddamn quick. weeks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I know marriage is go, or it was over. I just didn't. It was just really fast. Good for you, Lionel. <laughs> You're not wrong. Sometimes I'm too desensitized. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. Okay. <sighs> um. Damn. So... When they realized that he was living at home by himself and they were, like, appalled that, like, his mom left him and all this other stuff, his dad was, like, hey, you should, like, I'm going to help you get into college. Like, I think that's the next route for you. And so his dad got him into Ohio State University. Right on. Um, hoping that he would major in business. <sighs> 
So he was unproductive there. Um, I wonder. Mainly because he, he would, like, not go to class because he was drinking all the time. I mean, that makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, what what what, what, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. So he got failing grades. Okay. Um, cool. He... He was, his overall GPA, are you ready for this? What would you think a bad GPA is? Technically, like, anything, I mean, to me, anything under a 3.0. Because 3.0 is Bs, right? So when you start to fall below that, you're into Cs and Ds. I mean, like, a bad is bad. I mean, how bad is it? 0.45. How do you even have points? <laughs> <laughs> like, what did you do to get a point? a negative in front of it like dude, what the fuck yeah i literally got one point on my ap test out of five for writing my name that's how bad i did but still yeah oh my god yeah oh my god oh my god um that's real bad yeah so one time his dad like showed up to surprise him and found like his room just had all these empty liquor bottles crazy and you don't say and then and even though his dad had like paid for his second term in advance he, uh jeff dropped out in just three months he was like, yeah, college ain't for me, yo. It's really cutting into my killing people time. <laughs> okay. So after this, of course, his dad was pissed because he had paid all this money and his son was just yeah. like, again, not like really, uh, uh, you know, doing what he needed to do, whatever. Okay. So in January of 1979, his dad urged that he enlist in the um, the army. So he went. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I know it's, it's getting it's getting real good. I so really he underwent basic training. Love um, that. He was before he was gonna he was gonna start training as a medical specialist, which okay, like you're into bodies and how they work or okay. something or how they come together. Sure. Well, okay. How they work or something. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> He was occasionally reprimanded for intoxication. Go fucking figure. Um, I can say. In one instance, there was a insubordination result in his uh, of his entire platoon uh, was punished, and so his entire platoon was punished. Um, and but then, you were gonna say punted? I was like, they're they're punting. They're punting. <laughs> they're punting platoons. And because they all got punished for his intoxication, um, he received a severe beating from some of his... I believe it. Like, platoon mates. Is that the right... Mates? Good night, mate. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not. Are you a platoon mate? I don't... Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm fine. So, he ended up being deployed to Germany. Um, He served as a combat... Combat medic. Um, And... In, like, according to, like, the reports, his, like, first year of service was average or slightly above average. Wow. As a soldier. So, like, he was doing some So things. far, we're doing better there than we have anywhere, anywhere else. else. Structure, man. Structure's a, a hell of a thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, amidst his uh, alcohol abuse, though, his performance deteriorated. I wonder and why. And in 1981, he was deemed unsuitable for military service and was later discharged from the army. He received an honorable discharge. Ugh. How? I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. What the fuck? What the fuck? Um... On March 24th, 1981, he was sent to Fort Jackson for a debriefing and provided with a plane ticket to travel anywhere in the country. Uh, Dahmer later told the police he felt he could not return home to face his father because, obvi. Um, 
Weird. Wonder why. Weird. I, I wonder no why. why. Um, so he opted to travel to Miami. Fuck yes. Dahmer and I are finally agreeing on something. <laughs> That's where I would have chosen to. Yeah. Well, and he decided. in the 60s. He said because he was tired 70s, of 80s. the cold. Same, bro. Same. Yeah, you know, that, that checks out. That all checks. So he was attempting to live on his own in Florida. Um, he became a delicatessen and rented a room in a nearby motel. He spent most of his salary on alcohol and was soon evicted from the motel for non-payment. He initially spent his evenings on the beach as he continued to work at the, he worked at a sandwich shop until um, his father wanted, like, called him and was like, hey, I want you to come back home. And for some fucking reason, he was like, yep, gonna do it. I'm sorry if, I just need y'all to know right now, this is, this is serious like, we're having a heart-to-heart. Okay, Taylor? <laughs> She's got knife hands at me right now. <laughs> um, if I'm living in Florida, y'all are not ever getting me to come back to Colorado. I won't be mad. I, I, I... <laughs> it's just not happening. Says the lady who wouldn't let me move to Millikings. It was 15 minutes too far away. Yeah, you remember that. <laughs> double standard aspect <laughs> that's fair um, you know what though if you're in florida i'll just come visit yeah it's fine whatever you can stay there it's fine yeah. um so what he did he returned to ohio so stupid he initially was living with his so father stupid. so stupid what a dumb choice Dahmer. <laughs> that's probably the stupid of all of your choices right there buddy um the Sensitive. most stupid of all your choices. stupidest that didn't come out right at all, but no, I think y'all know what I We're meant. getting tired. I'm tired. It's fine. It is fine. Um, okay. Kay. So he originally was living with them. Okay. Um, they were trying to give him chores, right, to, like, uh, uh, like occupy his time while he looked for work. Um, this only made it so that he could drink more of heavily course. because he's not doing anything. Yep. Um. Two weeks after he returned home, he was arrested for drunken and disorderly conduct. Love that. Um, I wasn't drunk in public. I was drunk and you threw me into into public. public. Um, I'm going to go with he was in public. (laughs) He was fined $60. That's it? And given a suspended 10-day jail sentence. Um, He, of course, his dad was like pissed. His dad tried to like help him get off alcohol. <laughs> get off get off the sauce. Um the devil's liquid. The, the devil's liquid. In 1981, he and his stepmom um or his dad and his stepmom sent him to actually go live with his grandma. And let me tell you, this was a fucking fatal mistake. <laughs> <laughs> It all gets worse from here. The Dude, gr- the grandma chronicles. Buckle the fuck up. I'm ready. Okay. So, uh, his grandmother tended to be the only person of the family to which Jeffrey says actually showed him affection. Yeah. So, he had respect for his grandmother, but he was still fucked up in the head. So, like, the other voices were telling him, like, yo, we love mamma but we we still need to be out killing mofos yeah that mamma's love is not enough to pray clean us from our sins from our sins <laughs> so it just like was not mamma's love yeah 
Um, so of course, you know, they were like, oh, he's changing locations again and he's got his grandma. And so like, she'll get him to quit drinking and find a job and like be a productive member of society. All the while Dahmer is like, wah, 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 wah. Okay. <laughs> he ain't interested. <laughs> um, oh, God. He, so at first he was like accompanying her to church uh, he was, like, given, doing the chores she asked him to do. He was looking for work. Um, and he abided by most of the house rules. The dude abides. Yeah, but he would he would occasionally still, like, drink and smoke. But, you know, he was doing better. Okay? Okay. Um, he actually found employment as the phlebotomist. Oh. Which I'm just going to say, like, if you are a diabetic, don't get a job at Baskin-Robbins. So, like, <laughs> if you are a murderous son of a bitch, don't go and become a phlebotomist or anything into that, right, into that realm. I didn't know where you were going with this. I was like, if you're a diabetic, don't go to the phlebotomist. <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, I did he even realize that it was fucked up yet? Like, Probably not. Or was he like, ooh, this will fulfill... Yeah, but guess what? He fucking thrived at this place, man. He actually stayed there for 10 months before he was laid off. That was his best. Yes. Wow. But then he remained unemployed for the next two years. Did it say why he was laid off? Uh, It did not. Okay. Um, And then he just kind of relied on the money that his grandma gave him for like the next two years. Um, <laughs> Shortly... <laughs> Shortly before he lost his job, okay. he was arrested for indecent exposure. Oh, no. What'd you expose? Your torso? I think it was the pee-pee. It was <laughs> <laughs> the baby. It was the pee-pee. Um, it was in August of 1982. He was okay. at the Wisconsin State Fair. Mm-hmm. He was being observed to, or he, he was observed to have exposed himself Um. There were, like, 25 people who were present, including women and children. The women and children first. Um, for this... Did you just quote the Titanic in the middle I of did. Jeffrey Dahmer? I did. For this incident, he was convicted and fined $50 plus court costs. <laughs> so, apparently, in 1982, you could show your pee off for $50. What a wild fucking time. What a wild fucking life. time. <laughs> I'm telling you... Who said 1950? No. 1982. I thought you said 1950. I was like, bro, he was born in 60. Are we back to the... Bro. 59. 57. We really went back and forth, didn't we? We did. We did. Okay. Okay. In January of 85, so basically a month before this beautiful being graced us with her (laughs) presence on this earth, um, Dahmer was hired as a mixer at a Milwaukee chocolate factory. Um, before there were machines to do that. Yes, yes. Uh, he worked like literally every day of the week except for Saturdays. So before he found this job, um, an incident occurred where he was propositioned by another man while reading at a public library. Okay. The stranger threw Dahmer a note offering to um give the man fellatio. Oh, yes. This this is good. This is yes. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like that could be helpful. I mean that I mean it's a little aggressive. It's a it's new a little mean, forward. It's a little forward. It's like sliding into those DMs. I was like, it's the original <laughs> dick pic. It's like the original dick pic sliding into those DMs, you know, whatever. But like it's yeah, fine. yeah. You know, like he's being up front, like, dude, I think you're hot. 
let me give you some loving. Sure. Okay. Get it. Get it. It's fine. Library guy. Um, but he didn't respond. He was just like, probably got freaked out and was like, I'm out of here, bitch. Dahmer. But it brought up more like fantasies for him of like control and dominance. So he started like after that he was like okay really like this is something i'm into so he started like visiting um milwaukee's gay bars Mm -hmm. and bathhouses Mm -hmm. and bookstores Mm -hmm. um (laughs) this part cracks me up because i feel like this is something we would do anyway but um he he decided that it was a good idea to steal a mannequin from a department store (laughs) I want one anyway, but okay. Yep. Um, he briefly used it for sexual stimulation. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Meemaw found it and <laughs> discovered that it was stolen and discarded of it. She was <laughs> like, you are not bringing that sin into this house. <laughs> There's no sinful mannequin torsos in, in here. The, in this house. And... <sighs> that reminds me of... I told my the sister... The mannequin got the boot, which is so rude. It's not the mannequin's fault. No. I was telling my sister today, we have this mannequin that's just the torso up. No head. But she's really busty, like double D, <laughs> even bigger probably. And she fell forward the other day and my face went right in between her tits. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it felt really indecent. That's all she I'm saying. She was being very forward with you as She well. really was. <laughs> and those were not real. Let me tell you what. They hurt when they hit yes. your face. Oh yeah, no, because they're not soft. No. No, that shit fucking hurts. It does. Anyway. Um, so by the late, by the late 1985, (laughs) he began regularly going to these bathhouses, which he described as being, quote, relaxing places. But during his sexual encounters, he became frustrated at his partners moving during the act. So, like... He just wants you dead. <laughs> well, you, yeah. you don't actually get to move. He's like, bitch, stop your moving. Okay? Oh, no. Um, following his arrest, he had stated, quote, I trained myself to view people as objects of pleasure instead of people. <laughs> yep. Cool. What? Cool. So, he no longer thought of... People were not people to him. They were fucking warm mannequins. That's your mistake, sir. Yeah. That's where it went wrong. I know. It's fucking bananas. <laughs> fucking bananas. Bananas. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so he, yeah, he was just like seeing them for sexual pleasure. Um Because of this, he thought that it would be a phenomenal fucking idea to start administering sleeping pills to his partners that he would put in their liquor and basically just, like, give them sedatives, knock them the fuck out. Um, He then waited for them to fall asleep before before performing the sexual activities. Um, Consent. (laughs) <laughs> and um, <laughs> um that is still rape um and roofie is a hell of a drug do you think like it was an extreme form of anxiety for him like a social anxiety thing i think he was very fucking awkward and i think that it was easier it was easier to connect with them he could do the things that he wanted to do without feeling weird or feeling bad you should feel weird because you're drugging them and raping them but yeah that's the weird part dude not that you're gay not even a little bit like or that you like the dom sub stuff yeah same hello 
raise a hand over here. You may reverse harems with domineering <laughs> men that I listen to. Okay. Yeah, same over here, bud. But I certainly am not going to slip my husband a sleeping pill to make that happen. I'm just saying. Although he probably wishes he could do that to me from time to time if it would stop my snoring. Yeah, I was like, just for your snoring. Just for my snoring. Um... Anyway, so he would give them sleeping pills. He would do these acts once they fell asleep. Um, To maintain an adequate supply of this medication, Dahmer informed doctors he worked nights and required the tablets to adjust to the schedule. That's not true. Yeah. And if a doctor believes that, that's bullshit. It is bullshit. Um, After approximately, um, like... 12 such instances, the bathhouse administrator revoked Dahmer's membership and he began to use hotel rooms to continue this practice. So the bathhouse guy was like, dude, you've done this so many times that people are now coming in here and saying that they've woken up drugged after leaving here with you. You're no longer allowed to fucking come into this place. So hand up, choose me. Why was this not reported to the police? (laughs) I was like, you want to be drugged in a bathhouse? Why did nobody report this to the police? The police weren't trusted at this time. I I mean, I guess they weren't. And again, it was at this time, it wasn't really okay to be gay either. So like these people were probably like. Bathhouses weren't like super legal. I don't think that there was anything wrong with the bathhouses. I just think that this community was like, well, even if we go to the cops, the cops are going to be like, what yeah. the fuck anyway? But still, I'm like, I-, I would I would still be trying, I think. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Let's just continue this fucking psychotic person to keep doing what he's doing. <laughs> but just revoke his one membership. It's fine. My husband said that. He goes, bathhouses were like an actual thing? Yeah. I was like, yeah, honey. Like, this is no joke. There's still Chinese massage parlors. God, could you imagine today if he, like, tried to get a membership at, like, Vasa? <laughs> no, they would haunt him to the day he fucking died they and report it to the police because you didn't pay your $10 last month. Exactly. Those people do not stop. They do not stop. It's re- They're relentless. Anyway, so after his, shortly after the bathhouse membership was revoked, um, he was reading a report in a newspaper and... He had seen a a guy that had passed away, and it was an upcoming funeral for this 18-year-old guy. Um, Dahmer thought it would be a great idea to steal the freshly buried corpse of this 18-year-old guy and take it home. Um, He attempted. That motherfucker attempted. Unfortunately, the ground was too hard because it was cold months and he could not actually dig up the ground good yeah that guy's body was protected but the motherfucker was gonna steal a dead body he's just skimming he's skimming through the The fucking obituaries (laughs) like we skim through the funny section and he's like that one i'm gonna take that one i'm gonna go dig him up and take him home that is like the most ridiculous thing ever why does your brain think like that I know. Um, in 1986, he was arrested uh, and be and was charged for lewd and lush of it. Nope, bad behavior. That's what I'm gonna say. Bad behavior. He was <sighs> masturbating in the presence of a 12 year old boy as he stood by a river. Okay. He initially what claimed. What about the river turned you on? 
I'm going to go with it was the 12 year old boy. Oh. Did you miss Taylor? I miss it. I don't Are know. you okay? I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you focus here, girl. I am focused, but my brain is not making connections easily today. Uh, I was like, why the- is he engaged after nine weeks? <laughs> that was a legitimate question about Lionel's oh commitment. Oh, my God. Um, he claimed he was merely being, he was just like urinating and he didn't know that there was a witness there. So he, like, he didn't know he was offending anybody. Um, the charge was changed to disorderly conduct and he was sentenced to one year of probation. And he was told he had to undergo counseling. So I'm just going to say this man has now been, he, in decent exposure, um, drunken in public um and um jacking off to a 12 year old boy he has a rap sheet people like who is not connecting these motherfucking dots Uh, i just i I can't if you think about this time though we are very far into the age where police departments speak with each other and he moved so much. True, but most of these things were happening when he was still living with his grandma. Well, maybe not. But no. I, I just, it, it, yeah, do better. <laughs> just be better. <laughs> just I don't care about what technology be better, you okay? have. Figure it out. Fucking be better. Okay. okay. So, November 20th, 1986. Um... He was again at the time residing with his grandmother. He encountered a 25-year-old man named Stephen Toomey. Toomey. Um, another Stephen, by the way. R.I.P. Stephen. Um, at a bar, and he persuaded him to come home uh, or to go back to a, a hotel with him where he rented a room for the evening. So Stephen's thinking, oh, I got me a sugar daddy tonight, you know, like, like one night stand. Yeah, things are going to be awesome, right? I'm going to get poked. Yeah. Um, according to Dahmer, he had no intention of murdering Stephen. Of course you didn't. But rather intended to simply drug him and lay beside him, exploring his body. (laughs) I'm just going to leave that there. Okay. Exploring his body. The following morning, however, Dahmer awoke to find Stephen laying beneath him on the bed like, he was on his chest, and his chest was crushed in. And it was black and blue with bruises. You don't fucking remember this? Blood was seeping from the corner of his mouth, and Dahmer's fist and one forearm were extensively bruised. Dahmer stated he had no memory of having killed Stephen, and later informed investigators that he, quote, could not believe that this had happened, end quote. So, in the show, what they what they perceive right. it as is that Dahmer... Like this a the- dodo bird fucking drugged himself at the same time. No. And when he woke the next morning after drugging himself as well as Stephen, Stephen was dead. Oh, this was the guy in the suitcase. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, he was. In the show, they put him in a suitcase and Dahmer can't close the suitcase in a minute, so he sits down and all you hear is... A crunch. It's fucking awful, you guys. So okay. that's... But official records aren't stating that. Dahmer's just like, I have no idea what happened. Yeah. He was just like, I don't know what happened. I woke up and the motherfucker was dead. So You had so much force and violence that you literally crushed his chest cavity in. And you were bruised. 
from, yeah. Yeah. He's a twisted mofo. Okay. Following the murder of Stephen, Dahmer began to actively seek victims. Um, most of whom he encountered, like, in the gay bars, which okay. he would typically lure to his grandmother's home. He would drug his victims um, with triazolam, triazolam, lamb, or timazepam, tim, timazepam, something like that. Nailed it. Um, before <laughs> or shortly after engaging in sexual activity with them. Um, once he had rendered his victims unconscious with sleeping pills, he killed them by strangulation. Two months after Stephen was murdered, uh, he encountered, Dahmer encountered a 14-year-old Native American male prostitute named James Doxtar, Doxt, Doxtator, Doxtator. Hmm. Um, so James, uh, anyway, Dahmer lured him to his home. And basically, he was like, yeah, I'm going to give you $50 if you pose for nude pictures for me. Okay. And... That was like a whole thing back then. It was. Yes. So, the pair engaged in sexual activity. While he was awake? Yes. Wow. And then he drugged him, strangled him on the floor. Cool. Cool. You could have just left him alive, but it's fine. So, he left the body in in the basement for a week before dismembering it in... In the same manner as he had done with Stephen's body. Mima, are you not going downstairs with fine china? No. He placed all of James's remains, including the skull, in the trash. The skull, however, was boiled, cleansed in bleach before he noted it and, like, rem- rendered it too brittle by the process. Because, like, he was hoping to, like, fucking keep this shit. But yeah. he pulverized the skull two weeks later. On March 24th, 1988. You might need to keep drinking because this is where we start to get into like the meat and potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 1988, Dahmer met a 22-year-old bisexual man named Richard Guerrero. Guerrero? Guerrero? Guerrero. It was outside a gay bar again called the Phoenix. Uh, Dahmer lured him to his grandmother's residence. Okay. Although the incentive, like, the incentive on this occasion, again, was the $50, um, but he also, like, wanted him to spend the night. Okay. He then drugged him with sleeping pills, strangled him with a leather strap, then performed oral sex upon the corpse. So now we have, um, uh, we've progressed to necrophiliac. Oh, my gosh. Um, he dismembered his body within 24 hours. Um, again, disposing of the rain- remains in the trash and retaining the skull before pulverizing it several months later. So we're starting to hold on to that shit. Good. This motherfucker's reminding me of those monks that my husband took pictures of. <laughs> we told that story last time. We did, and it's not good. Okay? I'm, I'm just saying bad juju. Okay? Yeah, no, don't do that. Although I do have a death moth hanging in my you office. You do. You do. Is that, is that's got to be something, right? I think it's a little different than a human skull, but yes, yes. Are you sure? Do moths have skulls? Mm-hmm. No, it's an insect. They don't have skeletal. They have exoskeleton. Yes. No, that's not right. Nope, that's not right. That's like... Is it? Well... Or is exo like a turtle, his shell? I thought exo... Well, all I could think of was like sci-fi, like an exoskeleton. Endoskeleton? No. Endo... Okay. Anyway, oh, April 20th... 20... you're on to something. Endo is in, exo <laughs> is out. Yep. Pomp and circumstance. Okay. Um... Duh... <laughs> 
where was I? Okay, on April 23rd, Dahmer lured another young man to his house. However, after giving the victim a drugged coffee, both he and the intended victim heard Dahmer's grandmother. Now Mima's getting nosy. Mima, um, Mima should have been getting nosy a long fucking time she ago. She should have. Um, Dahmer. My grandma won't even let me like look a different color of my skin before she's like, "Are you okay? What's Are you on? okay? Yeah, your skin is like a little extra gray today. Are you all right? Yeah, exactly. You should put your sunscreen on. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's so bad. Okay. So anyway, apparently Dahmer, like when he replied to his grandmother, led her to believe he was alone. But then she saw that like he was not alone, and um and because he had opted not to kill this guy, um. His grandmother, like, insisted on waiting until he became unconscious and then was, like, made sure that he took him to the hospital. Like, his grandma got all, like, what the fuck, right? Good job. I Where know. were you ten times I ago? I know. So, in September Jeez. of 1988, uh, Dahmer's grandmother asked him to move out. She was like, bitch, I can't take it anymore. So, we're just gonna, we're just gonna tell you to move out and then not call the police again. Yeah. Yeah. Largely because of his drinking. And his habit of bringing him into the house because she felt as though him being gay was a sin and she was going to keep taking him to church and they were going to set him straight. It's the least of his worries. Her stuff, not mine. Whatever. Least of our worries here, ma'am. Mima. <laughs> <sighs> um... And, and she herself also started realizing, like, oh my god, there's this foul smell... It's coming from the basement. It's coming from the garage. Um, she was like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Like, it's not you're fucking hard. up my potpourri, Jeff. Okay? We're not doing it. <laughs> anyway. Feng shui is very off. It's very off. <laughs> it's a little off, you think? <laughs> it's fucking toe in the drain. <laughs> I get your toe by 3 p.m. I get your toe by 3 p.m. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're a little off. Anyway, so this actually led him to find his own one-bedroom apartment. Okay. It was at 808 North 24th Street. Um, and he, like, moved into this residence. And then two days later, he was arrested for drugging and sexually fondling a 13-year-old boy whom he had lured to his home on the pretext of posing for nude photographs. They did arrest him? 13. Yes, he was arrested for this. So his... Oh, Lionel, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, so Lionel um, hired an attorney, and um, un- because of the attorney, at the return- attorney's request, he underwent a series of psychological evaluations prior to the court hearings, because, of course, they were going to be like, oh, he's fucking insane. Let's get him off on that. It's actually so hard to use that defense, though. It is, and we've talked about this before. I'm just saying, you still go to jail. It's just a psychiatric hospital slash jail i'm going to regular prison first that's all i'm gonna say although they probably have better drugs in the psych psychiatric ward right? better drugs better food very soft things because you can't hurt yourself true grippy socks but then they're fucking drugging you like Dahmer, and who knows what's happening to you after that i don't think i care at that point to be honest with you like (laughs) fair enough yeah, seems right. <laughs> Life's over, right? Like, <laughs> you're done. So basically, you're done. You're done. You're done. Like grippy socks. Uh, <laughs> these evaluations revealed that he harbored deep feelings of alienation 
No okay. fucking shit. Really? Um, a second evaluation later revealed that he was an impulsive individual. Suspicious of others. And Weird. <laughs> oh, you're suspicious of others, Dahmer? You, motherfucker? You? <laughs> Did not everybody's not suspicious of your ass? What? Um, his probation officer also, like, referenced a diagnosis of him suffering from schizoid personality disorder. Okay. Schizoid. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, there's another one that will come up eventually and it's something along those same lines but it means something different of course um anyway so he pled guilty to these charges of sexual degree assault basically and enticing a child sexual degree of assault what did i say you said sexual degree of assault second degree of sexual assault thank you i was like that <laughs> makes no sense all, wait or uh, either i'm that tired or my brain's not comprehending what you're no saying. i'm just i'm gonna keep drinking cool because you know I, i'm drunk at this point it's fine i'll drink too we're we're getting there don't you worry the drunker i get the more i try to slurp just to like accentuate that i'm drinking so you guys know yeah it's perfect we're we're get we're we're probably Okay. Oh my god, we're at an hour and 30 minutes. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. So we might have to break this up. I think it's going to be two parts. Or we just fucking, well, we're going to keep going, so. We are, okay, great. I might need more alcohol. We're getting this shit done, even if we have to take a Do pause. Do we want to part two it right now? We can part two it. Cliffhanger, because things start to get real fucking crazy after this, y'all. So, so what I'm going to do, because... Motherfucker. Oh, my God. I thought that was your wine. No, we're fine. So, what we're going to do, since we have decided we're going to make this a part tour... Right now, live. Right now, live. You guys just heard it. Um, I'm going to come at you with one... We normally do quirky clippings, but I'm going to come at you with one joke to end Hit this me. one. And just to lighten the mood Hit a little... me, Mickey, one more time. Oh. Anyway, I'm going to lighten the mood a little and then, yeah. So, we'll go with the silly one that I have. Okay, I'm ready. Um, what do you call a gay dinosaur? What? Megasaurus. Thank you. Um, I mean, I guess we did stop right then and there, like, at a good part. I think it's a good part. Yeah. We're um, going to finish this tonight, and you know what that means? We're gonna actually going to be here two weeks in a row. Like, yes. On time. Which is going to be so exciting for you guys, but we continue to appreciate your Everything. love and support and Patreon us, um, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, again, let us know if you guys actually want merch, because yeah, we can come I'll up with it. some things. We'll figure it out. We'll f- yeah, we'll do all the things, so. Um, as always, yeah, we have our Patreon if you want to join that. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Corky Crime Sisters, C-O-R, oh my god, C-O-R-K-Y. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave us reviews, it's super helpful on, like, Apple and stuff. If you got nothing nice to say, don't fucking say it. I'm gonna keep smacking my lips. Um, I'm and, not over it. Yeah. It's fine. Eventually, I think we're going to start doing what the Wine and Crime Girls do because we love them so much. Um, They all have a cross-stitch of their, like, favorite worst review. And it's literally one star, and it says something like, worst podcast ever. They probably play this on repeat in Guantanamo Bay. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, you know, guess what? If you feel the need to leave some hate, 
feel free to hate, hate on, on me. me. <laughs> no, we're anyway. Well, you guys, we'll be back next week with the uh, part two. Part two. Of Jeffrey Mother. All right. Dahmer. Yamas. I got it right. Did you get that? I got that right. Good job. Thank it's you. about fucking time. Thank you. It's about damn time. In a minute, I'm gonna need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. I said hump me up. Okay, you we're did done. say hump me up. Okay, we're taking a break. Bye. Bye.